Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm GM. And welcome to Bar Talk. Curtains open, scared to get up on the stage, second guessing. No way that I could have played, I was fearing blind stairs and empty chairs. Then you found me and pushed me into the light all around me. The crowd was coming alive, I got lost in your bright technicolor dream. So I'm never gonna Australianmusiciansradio.com
Sound a bit croaky. But I've had a croaky weekend. Croaky, yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm still. Reco- yeah, I'm still recovering. Hi, Dan. Hi, Gareth. It's a pleasure to see you back around this part of the world. I am our Bocky. Yeah, I'm our Bocky. I am our Bocky. I am our Box Hill. No, don't don't go into the specifics. No, I don't give out the specific location. Well, you just did. No, not now. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, you're not. Let's try. No, don't. It's, it's Team Bocky. You know. Oh, that's, that's, come on. It's all over Facebook already, Dan. Come on. Yeah, but I try and keep it under wraps. You're not that famous yet. <laughs> hey, it's not about it's not about working for the job you have. It's about dressing for the job you want to have. <laughs> you're right. Says Bogan of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh. Look, I'm wearing a Tra- suit and tracky, tie. Yeah, tracky dacks and a, and a no, suit and tie and a Miller shirt. <laughs> With the with the silver pinstripes, yeah, true. Yeah, and the buttons, the the, the and the uh, the pearl buttons, the p- and the fur pants. <laughs> you you wouldn't go well, before your time. We used to wear woolen pink jumpers, pink. Men, oh, you're talking back boys. in the nineties and that. Yeah, eighties. <clears throat> you see, I got all all of handyman hand me down stuff. See, I was I'm a first child, so it wasn't hand me down from a brother or anything. It was a hand me down from an older cousin. Because me and my sister are both the youngest cousins out of both my mum's side and my dad's side. So, what did they do when my when my youngest cousin got too old for the stuff? They gave it to me. And it was all like this late 80s fluoro shit. I used to steal my brother's clothes. Just 
You didn't wait for it. I don't know where it, it went. Wait for the well, it was on the clothesline last time. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I'm so, I swear we had a, a mini hurricane out before. Didn't you see the willy willy that's like just going yeah. going past there with all the Hey, don't laugh. We had, well, we had bushfires in 97 and I had all my clothes on the on the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came home. I'm like, I better go get my, Like, this is like the day after the fires. I'm like, I better go get my washing. <laughs> was it like, still there? The clothesline wasn't even there. <laughs> it like melted. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, God. those are the days. Fun times. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why you got to ask, you know, mum, that's it. No more polyester clothing. It burns too easily. <laughs> yeah. Wool only. That shit just survives anything. Just Flamethrowers. Make, make everything um, fluoro, like, you know, PPE. <laughs> yeah, just you got to wear PPE everywhere you go now. Fluoro is coming back, actually, as a style. Well, I reckon, yeah, especially in music like, videos, especially with all the unemployed in Fantry Gully, <laughs> <laughs> going through all the old op shops. This is all the old recycled stuff from the eighties that you're talking yeah, it's about. Just, yeah, it's like flashy. What's wrong with what's wrong with flash? What's wrong with flashy? <laughs> anyway, nothing. Nothing wrong with that. No, no. <laughs> Welcome, by the way, to the episode ten. Oh yeah, we're doing a radio show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> a podcast. You forgot, didn't you? You're like, he's so used to having a microphone in front of you. Like, ah, it's just another another day. Yeah. Another recording. Yeah. I bought a phone today before you, you go on. You did too. <laughs> it's just, uh, I won't yeah. ask you how much it costs. Um, it's, uh, you, you, yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, everyone will have already seen all my photos and they're already crap. All right. So, yeah. Mm. It's not, a, it's not a good camera. <laughs> it's, but it's better, better than, than the, the old one. one. Yeah. Better than the old one, yeah. Better, yeah. That old one, you'd like hit it, sit it still. You'd put it on a tripod and it'd still come oh, out blurry. i five years, that phone. Can't complain. Yeah. It's longer than any phone I've owned. <laughs> well, the, I noticed the battery was starting to expand. <laughs> it's time to- It's time <laughs> it's to like, break. okay. What's that smell? smoke smell yeah. coming from the bin that I just chucked my phone out in? <laughs> anyway, uh, let's quickly mention the tracks we came on on- uh, the brand new single up first was the brand new single from Shepherd, Symphony. Now that band needs no introduction. They've what is it? One arias, top ten hits all over the joint. Have they won arias? Yeah, p- few I think. Really, they got like the biggest song of you know, Australian song of twenty fifteen or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, no, so they're they're coming back with a new album later in this year. Apparently- it goes to show how much how much I watch television. <laughs> <laughs> Because it ain't on the radio. <laughs> yeah, true. It's all visuals. It's all a, yeah, it's all a yeah. light, well, light and sound show. I, could, I might have been in Beat yeah, Magazine. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Probably. Might pay more attention this a, year. See if we can get a media. Just or- a fleeting article. Who, who do you reckon we have to contact to get a get couple of media tickets to the Arias? Um, I don't know. Who owns who owns the channel that's broadcasting? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Channel 9. I heard you're a bit desperate this year. COVID's brought you down a notch. Bit of next. But better invite us this time, eh? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll spread the word. Yeah, exactly. We're all grassroots down at this end of town. <laughs> no, uh, so we had Shepherd. Yep. Yes, uh, that one is apparently going to be well. What they've apparently done, so I hear, is they're going to be releasing, um, or they've been releasing every single song off the album every so often until they've got the whole album out. So it'd be interesting to see how the whole album of singles, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you can get away with it when you're that big. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about milking the cow, you know. <laughs> Their PRs will be rubbing their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Who is their PR, by the way? Oh, double ch- oh, SGC. Oh, well, there you go. One of the biggest in the country. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> One of the biggest bands. Um, and after that, the return single, you're excited about this one and, and 
for good reason. Memphis LK's mm. brand new single, Green Light. It's heading towards the cracker of the week. Oh, yeah. It was one of the best pop bangers. Well, one of the one of the poppiest bangering tracks coming out this come out on mm. this week. Um, yeah, and I must say, very impressed. Yeah, good follow-up. I'll tell you what, who I was impressed with this week. Um, uh, Kev Posey. Kevin Posey. Uh, thanks mm. for sharing all the sh- all the shares and and the love ego. That's that's awesome. So um, yeah, big big ups to him and uh, Musbu Q. That is a top top track. And a shout out to him as well. I know you mentioned it on the Mint Factory, and we've been chatting to him over Instagram as well. We sent mm. him a cheeky video the other night when we were at the studio. Um, he's been supporting the station. So cheers, mate. I think he's back in the US now, but he's been obviously the whole album that he did. He collaborated with a lot of Kiwi artists. So. I'm keen to check out more. Yeah, I'm, I'd love to see him in Australia. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll chat to him get soon. him in. Yeah, that'd but be cool. Yeah, we will get him on the phone. Yeah, next maybe his next release. Maybe you listen to that, Kevin. What's next? Oh, what do we hear after? Um, oh, Memphis. Yeah, sorry. What, yeah. He, what did we hear yeah. after Memphis? Your fucking voice <laughs> and my you. ugly. Why am I here? My ugly tones. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, ca- I I kidnapped you. That's why. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> that's will be. Disappointed, and I think in your impression, he'll tell you to work on it. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful, Vass. I'll start doing Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next? Oh, should who's we get g- straight into it? Who's coming up? Well, actually, yes, we should mention who our guest is. Uh, Sydney indie rocker Pearl the Girl, who just released her EP. Oh dear, mm. and oh dear, it's a good song. It is. I mean, it's a, it's good a great, EP. Al- great EP. Yeah. I've, I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but I've, I've been playing most of the singles on mm. on the Fresh Mix. So. It was like seven episodes. It was a while back, mm. like a month or so ago, when her first single from the EP, Single Use Plastic, came out. And we had her on and – well, not had her on, but had the track featured mm. on, the, on the episode. And I thought, I'll keep an eye out when she puts out the EP. And she I so think, has. I think got a spin on the Mint Factory as well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It was a fantastic video. You know you were talking about Fluoro earlier? Yeah. That song, that video clip has got a shit ton of flora. <laughs> but yeah, she released another single recently. We're going to talk about that soon. And yeah, we're going to play a bit more of her tracks really soon. Actually, we're going to play Single Use Plastic in the break. But before that, we're going to play a uh, brand new little pop rock song by dun, dun, Bugs. Dun. Bugs. Yes. Up in Brizzy. Really good. Have you checked out the video for this one? No, I don't look at the videos. You don't look at the videos? No. Mate, well, well, they put their heart and soul in I, I as do well. sometimes, but- Well, this one is this one is a video you want to watch, and I might show you in the break. But so I was having a read through. So the song was written about the big SEX, Gareth. Yeah. Naughty Blumpy. And uh, I tell you what, the video has so many uh, conspicuously placed bananas and other phallic <laughs> material- you gotta love. You gotta love the video. Uh, uh, we'll go, a, <laughs> so we've 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 gone down the fruit path. Yes, the song's called "Can't Get Enough," and um, yeah, it's their first single this year. So uh, go and go and check it out. Give them a give them a spin. Give them a watch. Yeah, we'll come back with uh, after that. We'll go with a bit of bit of uh, single use plastic. Uh, remember to recycle, folks. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back. Talk. We'll be talking to Pearl real soon. Won't if, we? You, if you can't throw it out, eat it. Exactly, exactly. So that goes for your polystyrene. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. The more plastic you eat, the, the more you float in the ocean. Exactly, exactly. Never at risk of drowning.
Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Bugs. Can't get enough. And Pearl the Girl with a single-use plastic on...
Welcome, 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 welcome back, folks. Should I say welcome five more times, Gareth? No. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, Thanks. So everything, everything I say you don't do, you do, you do it anyway. So you should have said yes and I would have said, no, nah, I don't feel like it. That's what I would have done. How bad do you feel now? <laughs> oh, t- terrible. <laughs> we should um, introduce our guest because we well, just played the track to me. We was, did. Um, we did. Uh, right. Single use plastic by Pearl Girl. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys, Gareth hey. and Daniel. G'day. G'day. Well, yeah, up in Sydney. Yeah, up in Sydney, live in Bondi, oh. and uh, it hasn't been – we haven't had the greatest rep during isolation, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I must say, you know, hashtag not all Bondi. Not <laughs> yeah, not well, all Sydney ciders. Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a controversy, storm of controversy in the comments. Any minute now. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if anyone actually's caught it from the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the argument. So, like, yeah, they closed the beaches because everyone was just, you know, packed like a can of sardines on the beach. But then the argument, the obvious, the science behind this is that, like, well, you can't catch, you can't catch COVID through salt water. So why are you closing the beaches? Not realizing <laughs> that they should have just. Like if they kept their spatial dis- their distance social distancing, then everything would have been fine. That's what I mean. Just wash it off. You could They're have gone- literally <laughs> complaining about themselves. <laughs> I was talking to a bloke that I knew that grew up in Sydney, and apparently you go two beaches down, and it's just no tourists. Yeah, is that Camarama. right? Camarama, so, Brunty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. you got beautiful oh, beaches all the way up up the eastern yeah. eastern suburbs, don't you? Oh yeah, it's stunning. So you could have well, just gone is- two k's down the road; would have been fine. <laughs> 
And this is the, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we just swim off the rocks. Like most of the locals just jump off the rocks. But this is the thing, like, I love about Sydney is that, like, I have the best of both worlds. I have beautiful beaches, relatively great nightlife to some extent. <laughs> Not as great as Melbourne. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're too far out of what used to be called the uh, entertainment centre of, um, of Sydney, King's Cross. Yeah, yeah, pa- apparently sadly. That's a, apparently that's a dead zone, even before the lockdown. Yeah, I went out for dinner there recently and it just felt so wrong. Like, I was in a classy dress, was wearing heels. <laughs> like, this is just not what I used to come here for. Yeah, my, well, a good friend of mine used to own a bar in King's Cross and when they mm. b- bought out all the licensing and everything, he just had to close down. It was just uh, an absolute disaster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone had to. Mm. I, think I, said I mean, this- that, was the, that was the idea. It was gentrification, so... I was going to say, I think, um, I think this this COVID business is the great equaler because uh, now we've got the second wave down here. We'll be able yeah. to catch up with you with less music venues. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Bondi. We'll get our own waves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> after big big old ship container shipping container comes through, and there's like a half uh, a little right coming out of Half Moon Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, Let's get to the music. I was, yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, that's why we that's why we bounce off each other so well, Dan. You know? Oh, thank you, Gareth. <laughs> you've just come out with your well, let's say you've come out with a brand new EP. Yeah, tell us a bit about that. Um, well, I released Odia EP, the Odia EP, um, a few months ago. Uh, I suppose it was a it was a bittersweet release, really, because obviously we were in isolation, so there wasn't really anywhere to go and have a party or anything. But um, but it was really nice. So I've been sitting on the songs for like maybe a year or two years. Like I feel like every time I release music, I'm constantly working on the next thing anyway. So I was really keen to get it out because I've been focusing on new music. Um, but there's a little bit of everything in that. Um, oh, dear, the song, the... The EP title is uh, is a love is a love song. Um, yeah. Oh dear! <laughs> oh Someone's dear. a bit smitten. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You get the sentiment. Um, and then there's like a touch on some other things. I got one song in there that was just about a really good, like crap friend. You know, there's like friends that are just mm. just chew your ear off, and then that's what single use plastic is about. And then you yeah. like give them a call, and you're like, "Hey, what? Hey, I'm a person too." <laughs> you're feeling discarded. I think we discussed this last time that we played the song. I think you mentioned it to me about single use plastic. And- yeah, yeah, it was yeah, quite, well, well, I yeah. thought it might have been more of a relationship kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but similar, well, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, as uh, I think Nick Cave says, once once the song has left your nest, it's really anyone's. It's everyone's. It's not yours anymore. Um, so it's open to interpretation mm. by the listener. Um, yeah, and then there's Long Way Back as well, which is a little bit of a touchy subject, but it's like I suppose it's about sexual abuse, but um, – mm. It's a nice, it's a cathartic song. Like it's a, it's okay. It's not like a, it's not a sad song. It's a, no, it's it's a good one. Yeah. Open, open the uh, EP on definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like just throwing in really, um, I suppose, heavy con- concepts mixed with really upbeat, like dancing tracks, so you mm. can't actually tell that it's really sad. <laughs> 
Fair enough. So who do you work with mostly with your music? Um, a producer or uh, a partner or anything? Uh, um, yeah, who's, I work who's with in this the guy band called um, at the mo- so at the moment I've been working with this guy called Budo and he's in a band called Doko. I've probably mentioned that last time I spoke to you guys as well. Um, this is the debut. But, uh, uh, you're not. You're not. You must be thinking of someone else. It's the first time we've chatted. <laughs> oh. Sorry. That was a, no, that was a conversation we had before we started recording. Uh, <laughs> you see? Uh, you yes. see what we did there? All right. Cheeky. Yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I Ooh. thought you literally – oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. No, um, it's okay. We'll cut that bit um, out. We, we, <laughs> no, we won't. No, we won't. We're going to air it glory. Make a fool of me. Um. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so I've been working with this guy called Budo and um, he's in a band called Doko and that's been a really um, great working relationship. I feel like we've kind of – we test each other a little bit. Before, when I was making my last album, I just kind of thought that I knew what I was doing and what and how I wanted everything to sound, but I was – in hindsight, like, there's things I would have changed. Um, so now I suppose, like, every artist – my sound is evolving, and it's nice to have in his influence on the music. How, how how easy or hard was it to actually relinquish some of your own power and give it to somebody else to do your music? Because I'm the same thing with radio and you know, letting people yeah. in to, to actually do shows and produce the, the shows on their own and, and that kind of thing is, is really tough sometimes. So, yeah. I was, yeah, I, some, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It, 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 it's... It's hard, but I think like you find the right person, you you can trust them. And I've I've been through trial and error working with lots of different people, and I've learnt when I'm not feeling um, like there's a good working relationship, or mm. like like that like everyone's having their say. You know, I think I've worked in many situations before where I've been silenced a little bit when it comes to my music. So. It's nice to just be in control and let someone in, you know? Mm. Is that in reference to, well, because I was going to actually ask about this, you were mentioning too before about how you, you know, you tend to feel a bit rushed or, or no, energized, I guess, to continually create. But yeah. How does it feel coming off your album that you put out last year, just a phase, and then coming back to something a little bit, little bit, I guess, more. Not not so quite grandiose, you know, in a bit more of a smaller scale, just, you know, four tracks. Yeah, um, I think, well, I think I was just really, uh, with just a phase, I was so, um, I was so, I was writing so much music at the time and I was just so hasty and I wanted to get everything out. So I didn't like finish it pr- the way that I should have. Um, and now with the four songs, it kind of gave me, um, the same amount of time to focus on a less amount of work so that I could really perfect it to as much, uh, to as much as I was to as, as much as I could and mm. as much as time and money, money is a huge thing as well. Like often I think I was actually discussing this with my mum last night. I was, I often think that I might forfeit some of my, some of the, um, some just like little minor details because I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money to kind of go and, and what if it's not worth it? And, you know, like, so, so, um, now I'm, it's nice coming out of those two experiences and going, okay, I really want to spend more time on perfecting each song on, on its own, um, so that I can release singles and, you know, work towards another album. Mm. Nice. Nice. Have you found the reception 
between the the last album and this new release because you did do a tour and supported quite a few big names, uh, Pete yeah. Murray, June Rats is a couple of examples on that yeah. tour as opposed to now where you can't tour and it's all digital or you're just, you know, doing a lot of – you're doing, say, a lot more interviews. What? How do you find the difference between the I two? I mean, it's astronomical because, like, there's no there's – no, there's no cathartic release, you know. There's no celebration. Like playing the gigs is the best part. I mean, mm. I, I think I think being in isolation has really forced me to uh, be more aware of where I actually derive my pleasure in my career and what actually makes me the happiest. And I must say, as much as I love writing songs, really the most energy and the most fun and the most freedom that I feel is when I'm on stage. And I think I was fortunate to to get to have the experiences that I did last year after releasing Just a Phase. It really, it's you know, I went to I went on tour in uh, in Europe with the June Rats, and like I played all these gigs and like little festivals and boutique festivals and stuff like that. And I was so pleased with just the natural. Um, progression that my you know my career my fledgling career uh, that new project was taking and so it was really nice to ride and then obviously you hit isolations but it just it's okay like it's everyone was in the same boat you know like I suppose some days are better than others, and <laughs> I hope we're not in the you same know. boat. Oh, I'm just, I'm <laughs> There's probably something to- going around in that boat. <laughs> <So I> can- <laughs> I'm literally trying to throw out as many just like uh, like positive quotes and like it- <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, like 100. percent It felt it felt a bit flat, not having anywhere to play. But and the digital and there is a natural kind of um, there's a, there's you know. Doing live gigs is is nothing compared. There's nothing like it, is there? Have you have you done no. the, Have you done the Facebook live thing? Yeah, I did a few Instagram lives and Facebook lives. But have I you, just have you found that because I've had I've found in my own experience doing them as well. There's yeah. a certain way you've got to act live as a live stream compared to live on stage. Have you found that as well? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to be you got to be a little bit like when I go on stage, I I become whoever the fuck I want to be. Like, you know, like and I It's you know, the alter ego like, time. Yeah, that's it? Yeah, it's that's like, a character, it's, yeah. I become like a sassy just like no not giving any fucks like kind of chick. And then when you're on Instagram live, it's like, uh-huh, like please like me. Like <laughs> you know, it's like you're a bit more shamelessly like, mm. oh you know, you have to work a little bit harder at um, connecting. Emotionally naked almost. Yeah, and you have to tell – yeah, and you just – you have to tell more about yourself. Like you have to tell people stuff that you don't think anyone would care about but for some reason, like, people want to hear that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How weird is it finishing the song and silence? Yeah. That's bizarre. That's the That's the weirdest thing. To get used to, just no react, nobody to react to in the audience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, why do you think they put in the 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 the, the applause yeah. commentary on the footy? Like- <laughs> like, I put all this effort. Yeah, true. I think that's funnier because you know, no one's sitting oh. in the seats. You're like, okay, that's just stupid. But the I, fact, the fact I that I love 
I love that someone's um, sitting there clicking a button going like, he just kicked a goal and it's like, whoa. And it's just the, the, the late noise in the background. Like the- I was like, don't press the wrong button. Yeah. Like, you don't want to boo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, no boos. I bet you don't hear any. Goods button. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, in no, all we fairness. Love Adam Goods, yeah. In all fairness, so. <laughs> we love Adam we Goods. We do love Adam Goods. Yeah. <laughs> That is awesome. Um, Adam Goods has a really cute dog. He lives in Bondi, actually. Oh, does he? <laughs> Have you met him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's friends. awesome. He's friends with my partner. Yeah. So yeah. you 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 follow AFL over rugby, do you? Or? I love AFL. Yeah, okay. I was born, uh, you're probably going to hate me, though, because I was born like a one-eyed Collingwood supporter. No, well, my cousin played for Collingwood, so no, I love Gareth him. Gareth will tell okay. you a couple of Collingwood jokes later I mean, I, yeah, that no. I'm sure you <laughs> haven't heard no. before. <laughs> well, actually, Let me I assure was, you, I have all my teeth. I was, I actually, this is a no, true that's story. You, that's because you used to be a Collingwood supporter. <laughs> this is a true story. I was in Sydney and I saw, I saw a car with a bumper sticker that said, I love Collingwood. So I slashed his tyres, broke his windows and stole his car radio to remind him of home. <laughs> I want to hear more. Give me uh, more. No, 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 I've got another one. It goes too long. It's about ten children, all, all with the same name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's told me that one before. You, you know which one it is, don't you? Yeah, no, we won't. We won't do that. I've okay. done it before. Joke of the week. You'll you have, you have to go back in past podcasts. Joke, joke, joke of the week later. later. Okay. Yeah. Um, right <laughs> now, though, I feel like we should uh, go to a little break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you Let's, reckon, Pearl? Well, yeah. Let's play a tune. I reckon. Let's do the uh, title track. Oh dear! Now you told me this is a love song. Oh, it, it is. It's how you lame! Wanna, you you want to <laughs> elaborate a bit further? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, sure. <laughs> um, it's a love song. I wrote it about my partner when oh. we first started dating, and yeah. he went to LA like a month in. And you know, when like you start dating, you're like, oh, we probably could have. Just started dating after you got back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, did, like, you, did you start instead, dating? <laughs> I was going to say, did you start dating him because he was going to LA, and you're like, oh, he's he's an international traveler, and gets that, 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 you know, what attracted him to you? Yeah, do you know? Do you know what attracted? Yeah, probably, but not for the fact that he was. I thought he was cool international travel, more the fact that I'd get the house to myself <laughs> <laughs> for weeks at a time. That's the real prize. That's the real prize. <laughs> and then you come over and you're like, oh. Fuck. Lockdown. Oh, Couldn't you just stay over there? Or why is some money? <laughs> so wild, like, <laughs> have, going through isolation with a partner. Um, but it's it's certainly – it's it's not meant – people are not should not go through isolation <laughs> together. <laughs> Let's just say it's that. As if this is, it's as if this whole <laughs> pandemic thing isn't yeah. supposed to happen. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, we could have done something to prevent this. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's Oh Dear is a love song, and um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, we do. Here it is. Oh dear. Oh my. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Bar talk. Cause I can't close my eyes between us Now that you're gone, I'm sleeping with my shoes on You're the only one that can tell when I'm drunk Oh dear, I'm falling And I wonder if distance makes the heart grow fonder oh, 
I cleared my schedule today You say it takes years to fall in love Well, I disagree But baby, I can't wait Folks, brackety back to the Bar Talk podcast, episode 10, with your boy right here and Gareth right there and Pearl the girl on the line. Hello. There she is. You didn't forget us, did you, during that? No. Ah, no. <laughs> no worries. What you else you wouldn't want to forget is that song. It was Oh Dear, the title track off said EP. Oh, um, dear. Now, I've got a question. Um, how many people in the band when you play live, Pearl? Um, there is ideally five, but sometimes it's four. Okay. Who, uh, who are they? Who's the unreliable yeah. one? <laughs> it's not. <funny. laughs> no, it's more about who's the more reliable one. Oh, okay. So, are you one- the unreliable one? Is that it? No, no. I mean, my band would love that you said that, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, um, just but give no. them fodder. Fuel for the I'm fire. A bit of a, I'm a bit of a boss lady. Um, it can get uh, – but she uh, – my – so I have so, – hello? I keep stuttering. Um, <laughs> my okay. guitarist – so I have two guitarists usually and then a bass player and a drummer, but um, mm-hmm. one of my guitarists can also play all the bass parts. So sometimes just depending on – if like you know, it's hard to rally five people together. So it's like if someone's not available, we can always kind of do a version. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah. it's all got to line the best, up. Best way to be 
Yeah. Kind of like Essendon for five years. <laughs> the, the old bombers. Oh, sorry about football. I won't talk about football. No, but, um, you're allowed to talk about football. You too. Give us some warning. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Careful, I'll do another joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. No. God, stop waving that bat at me. No. Yeah. Um, so, and, and recording processes and all that kind of thing. Where, where, where's uh, most of your work being done? You got a favourite studio or doing it? Most of it. I, I haven't found my favourite studio yet. I feel like I'm going to get there one day. I think it's something that everyone has is like a favourite place to record. But my have my setups have been really makeshift and guerrilla style. Like um, the last stuff, the ODEP was done and just like a house up in Watson's Bay, and then we went down and recorded with um, a fellow called Rudy from the Delta Inks, and he helped produce all and mixed all the uh. songs. But, like, before that, when I did Just a Faith, I literally recorded the entire thing in, like, a Harry Potter broom closet in a tiny little apartment in North Bondi. <laughs> was that to, uh, Was that because the reverb was spectacular? Not at all, because oh. my producer was living in a broom closet in a <laughs> right. house in North London. <laughs> like literally living in the broom closet? <laughs> yeah, his bed was like um, uh, in the air. Like, so, like, so this is like a, a $400 oh, so a week broom mattress. Was this a $400 a week broom closet or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. So you're paying his rent for a while. Maybe sense, $350. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know how our producers- well, as a substitute for like foam, they'll like shove the mattress up on the on the wall to yeah, or chuck a carpet up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so was that to uh, you know sterilize the room, as they say, his mattress? <laughs> yeah. Um. It was. Yeah. It was even. Yeah. It was such a funny process, and we ended up re-recording everything over oh, really? and over again. <laughs> but oh yeah, reamping all the guitar parts. Yeah, it was a long process. But that again, like that was the first album. That was the first time I'd recorded mm. like. We started even doing my indie rock music, so yeah. it was all a learning process. And, yeah. Um, I didn't actually start doing indie rock music until a few years ago because before that I had like an electronica project, and okay. um, I just realised one day like I used to make music with an ex boyfriend, and then like I just hated the music and then I realized that I didn't even like singing electronic music like I ha- I was just recording for the sake and writing for the sake of writing but not because I was like passionate about it and um then finally I started making an indie rock record and I was like oh I think this is what I'm supposed to do and so naturally I've just kind of like been feeling my way through it ever Ever since. <laughs> but was was that the intention did you go in thinking right I'm going to change my style up or was it a bit of a, you know, yellow brick road? You sort of went on all these tangents before you got to that final I point. went on a few tangents. No, but there was a day where I would just like had listened to, I think I'd listened to the Arctic Monkeys AM album for like the seventh mm. time that week <laughs> and was like, I'm fucking doing it. I'm just going to make, <laughs> I just want to make rock music. <laughs> um, and then, and then I came out of that. This is this is probably an awful story to tell, but like with my ex partner, I came out of that situation and wrote this whole EP, and then we broke up, and he chucked it off a cliff on a <gasps> USB. So shit, yeah. So it was I the mean, only copy, was it? I'm guessing. Damn. Yeah, it was like oh, all the ha- all the all the project files. So I only had like shitty MP3s. Shit. Um, yeah, but in hindsight, like 
I don't want to release music <laughs> like that, you know, like I'm never going to re- release those songs again. <laughs> it's funny because we get, we get a lot of, we've had quite a few over the years that, uh, you know, bands have broken up and there's been a recording or, or someone's passed away or whatever. And, and a lot of people send us the music and go, here it is, you know, play it. And geez, there's been some spectacular music from bands mm. that have actually disappeared off the radar yeah. before they've even become famous, you know, so. Oh, totally. I mean, or if you looked, at, if you even looked at the back catalogue of what a what an artist or band doesn't release, like there is some gold in there. There are some songs that I have never been like more proud of, but I just had to emotionally sever ties because the like the the emotional roller coaster of releasing that music would just be too like not worth it. Mm. <laughs> I was, you know, how we were mentioning before about the the fact that you always loved playing live. So live, obviously, we, you know, doing the touring and that sort of thing. Yeah. Did you go into this EP with the intention to for these songs to be like? Did you write these songs? I guess in the mindset that these will play really well live. It's definitely come become more um, at the forefront of my mind to go, how will this sound live like during the recording process? Um, but I think that I, I, I touched on a dangerous game there by, mm. by trying, to, trying to predict what it would sound like before I'd actually spent the work on or it was, I was just making music for the wrong reasons, you know. You shouldn't. I don't know if I don't know if there's much success in making music because you think that a crowd is going to like because you think that that's going to go really well at a festival. Um, there's probably some great stories about songs like yeah. that. To be fair, but like, hairbrush, I mean, hairbrush moments in front of the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, art versus science were a lot like that. They yeah. released so much music and they just blew up on festivals and they just wanted to keep touring and making mm. festivals, you know, making that music. And and eventually, like, sometimes the sound just progresses to something else and it, that something else becomes the new flavour of the month. And so you can't kind of – I think that if you start trying to – like, they set a trend and then the trend change. It's like – And then they piss off all their old fans. If you follow <laughs> the trend, then – yeah, yeah, exactly – but like, if you follow the trend, then it's not—you're not making music for the right reasons. I think mm. I needed to remember make what felt right to me at the time. But then, I mean, to contradict myself completely, it's like what felt right to me at the time when I was making the Odir EP is not what feels right to me now. And there's not—you know—the music's changed a little bit again. Like it's all—it's mm. bound to. Well, it has to, you know. I mean, I—we—we um, we, we had the recent James Rain release. Yes. On AMR, well, it's been on you know various stations, but uh, it just it, it sounds to me like James Rain. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> yeah, gotta, you got to try and sound a little bit different, I think. And the you older artists are struggling, you, get, you know, uh, probably more than more so than the younger artists because the younger artists have got so much more mm. scope to work with than the older artists because they're relying on something that was just so raw and that was all they had back in the eighties or nineties. It was just like what you see is what yeah, you get. Yeah, when they actually experienced it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I suppose most of the music back then would have been produced for live because there was so much of it. Mm. Yeah, I suppose totally, yeah. And less, I mean, and a lot less bands as well. A lot less bands back then or now? Yeah, back then, yeah. You reckon there was less bands back then? Oh, well, well population growth and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah totally, We've doubled in totally. size since also, it's a lot 1980, easier. you know, yeah. Think about it. Now totally. you, you, you bloody recorded in a broomstick cupboard. <laughs> 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 that would have been possible in the 80s. 
The computer would have taken up the whole broomstick cupboard. Jeez, Louise. The, you mean the tape machine? The tape, probably, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, I, yes, I, the, but, uh, but I do think that the music, well, I mean, my, I listened to my dad talk about the old band days because he was in a band and, like, hmm. just feels like there was way more of a vibe then, like, for, you know, people would go and watch live music i feel like they do now but i feel like they're going to tr- always try and save it rather than just to go for the sake of it they <laughs> feel like we're always trying to save live music oh, now. It, like, yeah just, it didn't need go. saving yeah yeah. Mm. yeah it's like just go to the gigs like <laughs> yeah it didn't matter who it was on yeah yeah <laughs> um your uh, your album um all your socials and all kind of thing where can people get that album at the mo- oh, yeah, sorry the ep Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, where's the it's best all place? across Spotify and Apple Music and all your uh, all your favorite all platforms. the favorites. Yep. Yeah, you got a website? I don't have a website. Should I? Yeah, probably just a Wix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we use a Wix. It's one hundred and seventy bucks we, a year uh, or something, and, and it does a job. Are they paying us? Are they now, Gareth? No. Giving them a good old shout out there. Yeah, it's the first one I've ever given them. Actually, <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in, in three and a half years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, they're only clients. Carl Wicks, what that money? What's all we, that money back? Uh, yeah, uh. I, I own the domain, but I just haven't ever gotten around. I think, yeah, I haven't gotten around to doing it. Uh, what about if we want it? I'll get around to it. What about your socials? It takes up quite a bit of time, I suppose. You've got, you know, you got fans well, all over the world. It does. It's a whole. It's the whole of the job these days. Yeah, keeping on top of it. I mean, it's hard to like. I feel like I'm in a constant. Um, push and pull between like trying to be present in the moment and like trying to stay on top of the demand of social media mm. um, and how much that that impacts your 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 music and your presence which is where we find you on insta and twitter which is where you find me on instagram at i am pearl the girl yeah i am pearl the girl and yes. uh facebook and facebook is pearl the girl yeah cool yeah. And, and you're actually with um, you with sgc i believe your pr with Evergreen? No, no Evergreen. Evergreen. Sorry, Evergreen. Beep, beep, oh. beep, beep. Cut that out. God. <laughs> hey? That's all right. No. We got confused. Had a few, had a few SGC ones come out. No, yeah. that's so right. Nah. That's so Evergreen, sweet. yeah. Thank you to Michael from Evergreen, too. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> for hooking us up. Yeah, to Michael. Michael's ah. great. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some great tracks from them. Um, yeah. One of your favourite Evergreen artists, or have you heard much of their other bands? I haven't really heard much of the other people. Oh, no, I've put on someone's oh, a good spokesperson. There's a little job for you to do next weekend. <laughs> looks like someone's managers. Looks like someone's manager is getting out the old gold cane. Well, you can tune into AMR anytime and listen to all those artists at Evergreen Singers. So, um, yeah, tune into the Fresh Mix and you'll even hear yourself. I will have a listen to it. Yeah, cool. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and obviously, you got the YouTube channel as well because you've got you put videos, out yeah. some videos and that. Yeah, Which- I've got all my music videos up online and all my live videos. I've got a few more live videos coming out soon. I just we finally got together with the band and mm. recorded some um, just live tracks. Oh, just nice! For fun, yeah. Just nice to play again. Just a, just a bit of fun. Something for fun. Exactly. Once in, whenever a blue moon. Any, any uh, well, penciled in plans to tour at the moment? Well, I've just been able to reschedule my, yes, well, there will be a tour. I'm yeah. discussing at the moment to do like a- Gareth, a that's, that's a forerunning question for Gareth wants to know, all right, when's your show in Melbourne <laughs> and when are we getting a spot to come along? Okay. <laughs> well, let's get the short answer. <laughs> I'm probably, I don't know when I'm coming to Melbourne. <laughs> no. Hey, just remember, we've got a room for you, even though you haven't got one for us. 
<laughs> Not at the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I come I come drink some beers with you at the station. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what we do Please best. Do. Yeah. <laughs> I have an AMR an AM barbecue. Yes, when yep. the weather gets a bit nicer. Yes. Yeah, totally. And you know, I'm allowed to travel freely to Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, well, we'll let you in, but we, yeah. you're not letting us in. That's no, it's horrible. Oh yeah, that's Pearl. the issue, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Les, so thanks so much. Yes, yeah, been an awesome chat. Thank you, guys. Time flies when you're having yeah. far too much fun. I appreciate with the, the girl. Good chat. Uh, take us out on the songs. We're going to play the new single, um, "Long Way Back." You want to take us out to the break? Do I ever? Oh, this yes. is "Long Way Back." Everyone. And who are you? I'm Pearl the Girl. <laughs> and what show <laughs> and my you Uber eat, <laughs> And my Uber Eats just arrived. Oh, oh what did you yes, get? perfect timing. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no worries. It's a mystery dinner. We don't know what she's getting. Here it is. Uh, this, has been, this has been Bar Talk. Well, this has been the interview with Pearl the Girl on Bar Talk. Enjoy dinner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was, I'm so sorry about that. Sarah. No, that's perfect. That is the perfect way to go out. That's that's how we do it here. Don't eat it too do- quick. Don't get indigestion. No, please. I ordered, quick. How bad is it that I ordered ice cream? <laughs> With, what what, what else did you get? Now. Is that all you no. got? Ice cream? Yeah. I, got, I just, just ordered gelato. Just Uber, Uber ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Like you couldn't, wa- you couldn't wait for the gelati van to come past. Yeah, no, Mr. Whippy hasn't come by in a while. <laughs> Not enough social distancing. Oh, I've been waiting about 10 years for Mr. Whippy to come by. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel ripped off here. Yeah, oh, um, that's Bondi for you. <laughs> yeah, oh. you have like an organic fucking gourmet <laughs> piece of ice block. Um. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. That's good. Sounds like you're enjoying that yeah, ice cream. your ice cream. Yeah, it really was good. It uh, was a great first scoop. Let's, tr- <laughs> let's try this again, shall we? Uh, <laughs> we'll, oh yeah. uh, long Way Back by Pearl the Girl right here on Bar Talk. On AMR.
sexy. You are listening to Bar Talk on AMR. I feel like I'm stuck to you half the time. Uh, look, I'm, yeah, it's like we're sticky people. Sending me, <laughs> sending me demands at 3 a.m. Um, Did you put up the post? Have we, we done this yet? <laughs> no, he's not that bad. Uh, look, yeah, we, we do actually have meetings at 3 a.m., yes. Anyway, <laughs> if you count last, 
Saturday nights piss up as a as a meeting. Sure, that was not a piss up. That was a meeting. It was a meeting. Yeah. It was a quote unquote meeting. That's yeah. Ah, oh, I see. You want to claim your tax back on the beers you drank? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's this beer? It's a meeting for tax purposes. <laughs> <laughs> meeting draft. <laughs> meeting draft. <laughs> Executive draft. <laughs> that sounds like a beer. Uh, do you remember how like that colonial lunch colonial date, beer, brewing l- company lunch date lager? <laughs> okay, if that you know that colonial brewing company, the one that's going to possibly change Don't say their that name. Word. Don't say the c word. Oh, <laughs> shut up, you. I say what I want. You bastard. No. That's um, a b word. They should. <laughs> But they should change their uh, name to Executive Brewing Company so I can get my Executive Lager. Yeah. It's a long-winded joke that didn't work. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, anyway, that was Luke Howell, Stuck On You. What a great track, too. That was his um, sort of return to the musical f- foraying. So, I hear. you heard all- you talked all about him on the last Mint Factory, too. Yeah, I know. So, um, go and have a listen. Please do, actually, mm. Gareth. Kudos. Minty done well, Done well with the editing this week. Minty fresh. Was minty fresh. And, of course, before that, we, of course, heard Pearl, Pearl the Girl's the girl. uh, new single, Long Way Back, and you had a cheek, peaky, leaky, looky at the video for that one. We did. You? That was really, really cool. We're going to share it. Well, yes. We already have. I will get on <laughs> something like that. It's yeah. either been shared or will shared. I can't remember. No, we already have. Something like that. Yeah. No, awesome stuff. She's done- it was so much fun chatting to her. Like, mm. out of good that was old a classic chuckle. chat. That yep. was, yeah, an AMR classic. It's like she listened to some of our best interviews and go, right, oh, I know exactly what to expect. <laughs> they say the bands that do their research, they're the, they're the ones, you know? Mm, yeah. Unlike us. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, research. I, oh, I've got to pick my game up you've clearly. you've me every, <laughs> every week for the last how many years, and I'm starting to get there. This is why we've got, we've got such great PR sending in music. They, they do all the research, and they send through great media releases. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks again to Michael from Evergreen or Evergreen Artists, sorry, for mm. being awesome and uh. getting us in touch. Uh. But, yes, um, go and check out Luke Howell's stuff as well. Now, yes. if you're listening on Wednesday night, which is when this is released, mm. uh, Thursdays is the Mint Factory live from 7 o'clock plus podcast. So, you'll podcast catch- Podcast uh, is out on yep. the Friday usually, yeah. We pretty much play the 10 or the, as many brand new tracks as we can. And then the best tracks from the week are then podcast. So mm. yeah, uh, you get just tune in live. You get the best best of both worlds. You get yeah. live and podcasted shows. Yeah, cool. AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. dot com. Something like that. Yeah. Want to want to cheeky little cheeky little peeky peeky at the sponsors, eh, Gareth? Well, yeah, we haven't done that yet. Um, mm. Mm. Um, One, two. Where hello well travel, where the travel professionals. Uh, you want to go up to Bondi Beach, take your COVID up there too. Right, Leah. Um, go and check out Hello World Travel uh, Belgrave. Likes entrance, that's it, buddy. It's it's uh, all you get. Hello World um, Travel Belgrave on Facebook, I believe. They'll get you to cows, Phillip Island. They do too. Sixteen sixty eight, we build Highway Belgrave. Torquay. Talk, talk, they, talk way, they, as I they, used to call it. They went on radio and said, Yeah, our town's open. All of a sudden, they got inundated with tourists and they had to close down. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, No, no second wave. Yeah. Get back people, to the people, dirty city. People driving through town going, Oh, no, it's too crowded for me. Yeah, talk, talk way is uh, full of a few weird ones. Nah, I've got cousins up that way, so I shouldn't shit talk them too much. <laughs> talk way, banana don't, don't talk about your cousins loud, loud, boy. Oh. <laughs> Cowes in <laughs> Phillip Island. Uh, what's another mispronounced name? 
Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, you know what I used to call Bendigo? Bendigetto. Yeah. Um, what about Kyan Eaton? Kyan Eaton. <laughs> Mildura. Um, what about- uh, Ararat. What? Instead of Ararat. 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 Ballarat. Ballarat. <laughs> Having a baller of a time in the gold, lo- in the gold mines. Anyway. Wink, wink. That's enough of Victorian names. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Gee, what have we got? You're taking a long time to get over this one, aren't you, Gareth? I am. That was uh, like that interview. Just it's, it's rattled me. It was so fantastic. <laughs> um, but yes, hello. We should. We didn't mention the phone number for Hello World Travel Belgrave. Nine seven five four one zero double six oh three. If you're outside of the state, yep. Uh, at the start there, they are indeed the travel professionals. Do 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 do. Music Factory Directive. Call 9728. I forgot the number. Want to do it? I'll read it out. Go on. Music Factory Direct, Bayswater, formerly known as Drum Power Music Factory. Give them a call 0397204581 or visit them at musicfactorydirect.com.au. Yeah. They've got a great online shop. Yeah, and they've got better beatboxes than me. Yeah. You can buy us a beatbox or a drum machine and give it to us so yeah. we can play it during just the sponsor Just a drum machine. Yeah. 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 Don't need to buy drums. Just machine. Actually, he did. Remember when we went down there the other week? There was actually an electronic drum kit. Yeah, there always is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Is it just a display drum, copy? They've got electric drum kit set up in the middle of the store. You can just jump in and play. They do. Mm. But they don't have any headphones connected to it, I noticed. So, you're just like- Everything sounds sort of thumpy. Just thumpy sound. It's only ads and cult. Anyway, you can turn it up. <laughs> they both play. They both play metal bands. <laughs> um, they won't mind. Yes. Bizop Solutions. That's one three hundred two four nine six seven eight. Bizop dot com dot au. Yeah. Get some. Um. If you need some project management or business consulting, do it because they're the best in the biz. They implement, uh, um, stuff. Yeah. Big business, business things. Big business somethings. The big business words. It's going. And say I'd like some, uh, uh, I'd like some synergistic uh, incorporations of my of my topographical uh, enterprise, and they'll just be call, like, "Yes, that's call, what we do." Just call David Brimicum and say, uh, "Show us your um, show us your graphs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah, whatever, like that. Yeah, um, and of course, Russo and Russo. Yeah, if you've been a criminal and you only have one phone call, nine three eight seven eight zero double two or russoandrusso.com.au. I specialise in family law, wills and estates, conveyancing, commercial leasing and criminal law, servicing the northern suburbs for many a year. I don't know if he specialises in criminal law, but he probably gets a lot knock on his door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough end of town up there. Oh, uh, well, you know, if he represents Jackson Fish, he's doing all right. <laughs> now, we love Jackson. What are you talking about? He's paying He's paying Peter's bills. <laughs> Pigeons and all. <laughs> Sense Music Media. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Sense Music Media. Dot com. Sense Music Media. He's doing a um, great interview that he did with, who was it? It was- um, Evan Ivory. Evan Ivory, mm. yeah. Speaking of- um, Did you watch it, did you? Yes, of course, of course. <gasps> yes. No, I didn't just say that just to promote Sense Music Media. <laughs> SenseMusicMedia.com or Sense Music Media on Facebook. But yeah, check out the uh, website. Got some great- Media releases. Yeah, and, and in fact, uh, by the time this comes out, there may also be a uh, podcast for mm. Heavy Reborn with uh, Glass Ocean, which, in fact, Sense Music Media helped us set up with Marrick Media. So, yeah, media thanks. companies getting together here to make shit happen. It's um delicious. Yeah, 
Hey, Rupert, yeah. Rupert, Rupert, you're a knob. <laughs> you can't. You couldn't put three three newspapers together and call it <laughs> call it a match. Call it a collage. Call it a firelighter. Reminder, folks, joke of the week has not yet come. So uh, this is what you'll look forward to after the break. Scale records, scale records, Brisbane. Jimmy, uh, no, that's that's Jezza. Jezza, that's our scale records on Facebook, or give them a call oh four two eight two double five nine zero four. Scale, 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 scale. Records, 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 records. Yeah. Scale, 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 scale. I noticed. I noticed. Loz started doing that, so I'm going to copy her. That's horrible. Sorry, Loz, I've taken your idea. Uh, and thanking, of course, our other community partners and business spon- and business partners, uh, Upway Belgrave RSL, Suki Lounge, Danyong Rangers Emergency Relief Service, and the Coa Shed Australia. Yeah, we're going up Suki on Friday night for uh, drinkies. Very nice. Have fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to um, sanitise ourselves with Reg. Yeah. Get so, you re- mean like take the take the nearest bottle of vodka and just tip it Get over Get Reg head. to give us a scrub down. Oh, yeah. Get our Reg. How you going? Show us those lovely hands, will you? Do you reckon Steve would make me a um, make me an espresso martini? No, but he made you an ice cream today. Oh, oh, yes, uh, well, he did on Monday. Too. He did on Monday. Check out, check out yeah. their um, Instagram page on mm. well, when it was on Monday. They said his, his, his one for Dan. ice cream don't with was, my name on it. Don't know if it was your Dan, yeah, but true. You know, was it <laughs> He's only met me once, so I, or met me like what properly Dan, once. What Dan doesn't like ice cream? <laughs> I love ice cream. Yeah, that's right. Just as much as Pearl. Pearl's Pearl. munching on it right now. Tell us how She's your ice like- cream went. Please let us know in the comments. How was the ice cream? And I forgot to ask what, what flavor. flavor. What flavor was it, Pearl? Fuck Can you please me. post on uh, on our post directly underneath the uh, on the Bar Talk po- on the Facebook post and tell us what flavor it was, Pearl? Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, the other night I had a good old- She literally ordered ice cream and that was it via Uber. Dinner of champions, oh, yeah. Gareth. Dinner of champions. That's that's like you know, the it must be the Bondi or it, the the, bon, the Bondi way. The Bondi it's, the Bondi brekkie. It's uh, I thought it was the Bondi brekkie. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, the Bondi broccoli. <laughs> Bro- all eleven. Bro- all eleven essential fats. Ice cream. Broccoli flavored ice cream. I wonder if anyone's got that. Has anyone? Sounds done? like something they do up in, yeah. in Dalesford, or as <laughs> yeah, we pronounce yes. it, <laughs> a lot of my family Dales out from Ford. It. Yeah. We went up to when I went to Dalesford once. We ate on a there's a you know the big uh, convent, old convent that they yeah. converted. Beautiful, lovely cafe. We ended up having lunch there. Very nice views. But yes, wonderful. But yes, broccoli, otherwise yeah. known as the uh, when's oh, that, is, is that coming out in your book? What book? <laughs> My book. Yeah. Am I writing a book? <laughs> is this another one of your demands? Just you know. Ah, oh, jeez. Lovely. You're a, tough, conv- you're a tough nut to crack, Gareth. Con- convents of country towns. Convents of country towns. <laughs> it's just big pictures of me smiling in my <laughs> ugly mug in front of convents and random and random nuns going, what the hell's going on? Well, there's random. A few old, frighten a few ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I kidnap one nun from one convent somewhere and take her to every convent in Australia. Why? <laughs> this was a bad idea already, wasn't it? <laughs> Yep. Apologies. Apologies, yep. folks. See, see what happens when you mention re- religion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should bring the pub rule. No politics or religion on this show. <laughs> and no COVID. Uh, COVID's yeah. the Holy Trinity. Rounds uh, out the Holy Trinity. Oh, yeah, shit. There's another religion reference. Don't say the weather. That's the thing. By God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, dear. God. 
That's an extra four five hundred listeners there. Yeah, just mentioning COVID nineteen. Yeah, something something. What's the take? <laughs> I blow the wind of God on you, <laughs> and you ain't ever coming back. <laughs> was it that preacher in America? Can't yeah. remember. They really, yeah, him, Billy Graham or whatever his name is. Yeah, Fuck, he's a laugh and a half. Hey, see his eyes, his evil eyes. <laughs> Hey, but the funny thing is, right, he's so evil, right? He's like evil. He's like, the wrath of God is going to come down on you. But like, and I guess the wrath of God is going to come down on you. Right? And every time he says God, he like his eyes light up as in, oh, I'm I reckon in Wonderland. He's got a lot of wrinkles on his face, don't I notice? I reckon all those wrinkles are from the overexpressions he puts on his face, all those decades of just overemphasizing every single syllable. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, jeez, Louise. Uh, <laughs> should we talk about the next couple of tracks we're going to yep. play? It's a music show. Indeed. Yes. Apparently, it's a music show. Now, I should uh, welcome our newest PR partner, Death Proof Music, local um, PR, um, local PR based in Melbourne. And nice. they so very lovingly sent us this next track from a Adelaide band, Paradise Club. Indie pop band over that way. Getting a bit of um, South Australian stuff over the last last few weeks, mm-hmm. which I'm loving. I was getting my I was getting my 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 uh, gulwa hole. I love getting my gulwa hole fi- filled. If that makes the gulwa hole. I don't know. I've, I've been to like uh, no, Mount, it's Mount Glen Gamb- Lake, isn't it? Mount, Mount, Mount Gambia. Is it? Wait, there's a lot of places in G. And they got like in hole, South this, Australia. There's holes. Gambia, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're just walking through South Australia and there's a hole. Look. My Udendada, my Udendada hole. There we go. Take that what you will. You know, there's mines bigger than Manhattan. Something like that. That's in Western Australia, isn't yeah. it? Was it um, Kalgoorlie's the largest open cup mine? See, you should see the size of Gina Reinhardt's swing set. They build the mine just to fit the swing set in there. Oh, she used, like, truck tyres for her <laughs> swing sets. <laughs> well, like the big, um, oh, like the ones off them um, mining truck things, the ones yeah, that, like, the big, yes, yeah, yeah. they got big wheels on them. Yeah. You could make a house out of one of those wheels, they're that big. Well, you could just, you know. Probably got more space than Pearl the Girl's studio cupboard. That would, it might it might actually be a good spot to record inside a tyre. Yeah, the rubber wouldn't reflect well, has any, anything. Has anyone ever recorded a music inside a tyre before? <laughs> there, there we go, tyre studios. Tire studios. <laughs> Just have all these tyres. Tyre rubber. You wouldn't want to record <laughs> in summer. That thing would swell to like a motherfucker. Uh, anyway, Paradise Club have released this this new song. Uh, they've signed to oh, Farmer and the R Records, and they're going to be- um, This is going to be on their- Debut album, this one. It's called All You Got. And, uh, yeah, cheeky little cheeky little indie track going on there. And afterwards, a Melbourne track by uh, Wolf J and Austin. Ah, yes. You've heard this one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good little track. I like it. Apparently, they, they're, they're housemates at the moment. Yeah. Stuck film- together, and they thought they'd write a song together. Filmed in Fitzroy, the video. I thought I recognised a few places yeah, in that video. Yeah, you know that light pole, that, that, light, that light pole, Dan, and the alleyway. Mm. Actually, speaking of, um, I haven't shown you the Memphis K. When we played Memphis K earlier in the episode. Memphis LK. Memphis LK. Sorry, Memphis. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'll have to show you her video as well because that's that was filmed on the streets of Melbourne somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. A lot of, lot of street lights. Anyway. Yeah, here they are. It's called Very Soon, Very, very Frequent. And- uh, 
Featuring featuring who? Who's the singer on it? Um, Wolf. It's a duet. Wolf J and and uh, Austin. Wolf Austin, J does the first verse. Yeah, right, yeah. Austin does the second verse. Yep. Mm. Bang it. It's a collab, collab my friend. Bar talk. More shit coming soon. Amar. Hi guys, this is Vass and you're listening to Bar Talk here on Australian Musicians Radio.
Welcome back. Bar talk. Yeah, that's the one, Gareth. Bar talk. Now that's his parrot on his shoulder. Oh, sorry. He just says the one thing. Better shut him up now, Gareth. Well, yeah, well, um, <laughs> there's, there's a story about some football Bar club talk. burying a lorikeet as, as, a, as, a, as some kind of ritual thing. They got banned for it. They got- Wait, which, which football club was this? I don't know. They sacrificed a lorikeet. Or is this like, one of those things f- that you're not like, supposed to tell about? <laughs> Wait, literally- Sacrificed a lorikeet. Don't tell Rob Whitfield and, about and, this. And they bury it in the in the middle of the ground or something. It's just bizarre. What, what to like oh, christen, the, christen the footy field or something? Yeah, <laughs> it must have been the the Lithgow lorikeets or something. You know, <sighs> jeez Louise, some bizarre, it's some bizarre rugby rituals. New Who the hell Wales makes thing? up this shit? Seriously, obviously someone who's incredibly drunk. Yeah, I'll bet. Sounds about right. Anyway, on on more. Uh, on more safe topics. Yeah, that was, that was yes. Wolf J and Austin with Very Soon, Very Frequent. And before that, Paradise Club, all you got. Yeah. I noticed that the uh, cover art, well, the mu- music video, I guess, mimics the cover art of that, the video that we just saw for Paradise Club, juning up and down the uh, the great South Australian sand dunes. Oh, really? <laughs> On a motorbike. Is there, is there anything else other than sand in South Australia? The great- hmm? They have other things other than sand? Apparently not, according to that video. <laughs> Go and check them out. Cool. G'day, g'day, Josh Forner, who just moved over there, by the way. Oh, hey, Josh. He's suffer. a good friend of ours. <laughs> suffer. Suffer the poor water quality. Yeah. We love South Australians. Especially when they send in sick tunes like that. Yep. No, cheers, guys, and girls and everyone else in between. Everyone else hates us, but we love you. <laughs> Yeah, all we do is yeah. give love we're, to everyone we're else. We're positive down all here. All we in do is give love, and they, we just don't get anything back. Everything's so positive down here. They're just jealous of us, Gareth. They're just jealous of us. They just like taking us down a peg, you know. Got apparently the best coffee scene, the best nightlife. The what? Best coffee scene, Adelaide? No, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh god, yeah. Talking. Okay, I know. Look, like, okay. who hasn't been to Seven Eleven? Seven Eleven is the pinnacle of good coffee, isn't it? It is better than McDonald's. Like you got to wait. True. Like, how, oh, that shits me. They've got. Like, I, I hate sitting at. Like I, I hate those people that drive through McDonald's. Like with, to get a coffee with a passion. So what do McDonald's do? Drive through for a coffee and win a year's worth of coffee. And now every second <laughs> car is driving through a coffee. They might as well just call it McCoffee instead of McDonald's. But like, a waste of fuel and time. It is like, and just space. Going to Seven Eleven. Shit. One. 
Tastes better. Like- I never go through the drive through for the pure reason that I know it's going to take less time because people, like, especially now, because like, oh, don't want to get out of the same room as some other fucking re- <laughs> reeked. Ugh. <laughs> Give you the dirty eye. People in drive throughs they do. It's like going to drive through. You got you got to put your armor on. You know, it's like it's 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 very like you can get anxiety just driving through a McDonald's. Yeah, I just drive through. I just can't deal with it. Yeah, just just I've got no time for that. I hope they got my order right. <laughs> and then you're like, I hope my card works. <laughs> you're like, beef declines. I hope they didn't forget to put so my ketchup in the around. bag. And then they go, and then it declines three times. Like, so right, just drive around again. And sir. then you get home. And Shit, then you get home. Twenty minutes wasted. And then you get home. No hash brown. Oh yeah, and they forget shit. Right. That's the other reason why I don't don't, two, don't like, go drive. They're charging food. like two dollars for those. Yeah, hash browns used to be cheap. I was mentioning this to, it's to like Selena. It's small on a potato cake. Hello, <laughs> I did this. I did this just, great just thing. Just give us a potato cake, please, McDonald. I, <laughs> I did this. I I'm going to totally do it again, and I 110 25 percent recommend this. Toast a uh, English muffin, right? Uh, butter it once it's toasted. Hash brown. Well, you can buy them from the supermarket, mm. put them in the oven, still taste delicious. Hash brown, slice of cheese, brown sauce, so HP sauce, and then the top thing of the English muffin. That's all. Made it last week, and I do not regret it. Sounds average. Really? Yeah. Oh, and you're eating like a what? Where are you going to eat I don't know, dinner? but if anyone knows where I can get a volivant. Ye- I actually, I went to Suki Mister. last week for my iron churny balls, and I requested volivants, so- yeah. I'm going to hit Steve up again and you've say, Volavance, please. You've got no no excuse. You had a McMuffin on the way here. I did. No, I bought, that. I, I bought it this morning. Because, oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. I bought, I bought, <laughs> Three I bought, hour old McMuffin. Well, I thought, oh, look, I, I wanted breakfast. So I got breakfast, which is, you know, two mm. McM- two ba- uh, sausage and egg McMuffins. Yes. Um, and it has, you know, one's a meal and, and just an extra sausage and egg. And I thought, ah, oh, stuff, I'll get a, I'll, I'll get a fillet of fish. Instead, no, I end up eating the fillet of fish first. I'm like, oh, no, stuff like that'll do. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, mu- the muffins that I bought for breakfast, are, it becomes late night dinner. I, I was watching a YouTube video of um, this blogger that, that my girlfriend likes to listen to. It was like BuzzFeed or something like that. Anyway, I found this particular video very entertaining because he was in Australia and he was trying. He's an American, right? He was in Australia and specifically trying every single food menu item that's on the Macca's menu. And basically- Just to see if it tastes like differently. Well, apparently, we do mm. the apple pie really well, but anything from McCafe is shit. Makes sense. Well, the we invented the McCafe. Hmm? Australia invented McCafe. I know, and apparently we're shit at it. Well, there you go. Just don't know a good- <laughs> He was in Melbourne. I'm like the, thinking- these, like, these people don't know to, a good muffin. Really. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, he was in Melbourne too when he did. I thought he could have gone to any other cafe and got decent coffee, went to Macca's. He's probably got a bad impression. Was, he's, he's thinking- I thought Melbourne was supposed to have where, good coffee. Where the fuck Starbucks, man? <laughs> Melbourne Central, mate. <laughs> Starbucks, nah, fuck, mate. We've got Gloria Jean. Gloria Jeans. <laughs> got to go down to Gloria Jeans. 7-Eleven. In my jeans. <laughs> Did he go to 7-Eleven to, to, you know, I mean, if you if you are testing the coffee. To in be Melbourne, honest. 7-Eleven. You can just go to all the different 7-Eleven stores. And it's a price factor, too. Seven, Mel, McDonald's coffee, I'm finding, is more expensive than cafe coffee. It's like $4 or something. Three eighty or something for a small no, one, is it? I don't like five dollars these days for a coffee what? to get by itself. Yeah, I went there the other day thinking, oh, surely a Macca's coffee be like a dollar, a couple of dollars, you know? <laughs> nope. Now that's where this, this is exactly where I they're making their money. Again. This is where they're making half their profits at the moment. Coffee, coffee. Yep, fucking coffee. Yep. Support your local, support your local cafe around the corner. And actually, get decent coffee. 
Yeah. Anyway, I, that's that's my rant over for the evening. I want to do a quick joke of the week, Gareth? Um, I uh, like how you said yes. Now it's time for Jimmy's Joke of the Week. Woohoo. You ready? Now, what's your joke, Dan? I'm about to say. Let's go. All right. Do I heckle this or do I just laugh? Slice a pop. You can do what you want. Okay. You can judge me. Okay. Whatever. Slice a pie in, the, in Barbados is $2.50. <laughs> that's not Jamaica. even- Jamaica. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's, uh, that's cheaper than weed. <laughs> can I say my joke? Oh, d- yeah. uh, did your wife go? Uh, my wife. Yeah. My non-imaginary wife. Oh, no, hang on. Sure. Was it? No, no. Uh, I went away on holidays on, on, on the weekend. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, uh, no. No. <laughs> Went away with my wife on the weekend. Oh, where'd you go? Jamaica. No, no, she went of her own accord. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shockers. Oh, that took me a while to get. Um, okay, so a slice of pie in Jamaica, $2.50. Slice of pie in the Barbados, $1.50. These are the pirates of the Caribbean. Ah. But oh, I see what you did there. Uh, uh, Only with one eye, though. Bad, eh? Oh, I see what you did there with one patch over my eye. Sorry, I see Arr. what you did there. Would you like to go for a roll in my boat? Now that's it for Bar Talk Joke of the Week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shall oh, we talk? Australians all let us rejoice for we are young and free with golden soil ba- and wealth ba- at all. Ba- Our home ba- is good by sea. Ba- ba- Change the national anthem. It's fucking useless. Ox. <laughs> pathetic. And that's Gareth's rant over for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair enough. Keep um, the flag, change the anthem. I don't care. <laughs> keep the anthem, change the flag. He doesn't care. Yeah. He just does. He just keep drinking bourbon, keep putting out good tunes here on the station. Speaking of good tunes, uh, w- w- yeah, actually, I should mention too, a lot of now, as you've noticed, a lot of really good indie came out this week. A lot of um, good rock came out this week too. So much. It was coming out of my ears and I had to cut a lot uh, and not it was, wasn't shit. It was all really good. It's just hard to pick. Of the songs we're going to play, but the next two songs are the folkier side of things. So first up, we've got uh, a Braden Sibold track off his new EP, Thin Air, which I heard on Saturday night, and I remember mm. playing. I loved, and I forgot the name and the art- artist, and I had to ask you later, which was a bit embarrassing. Oh, I didn't even give you an answer. You found no, it. no, I found it. I'm, I'm an old <laughs> sleuth on the keyboards. I'm like freelance, Dan. Come on. Oh yeah. No, actually. It's- and actually, here's the funny thing, right? So, I thought the name sounded familiar, and then I looked at the PR. He's from Dunsborough in WA, right? Dunsborough is apparently a lovely place. Never been there. Never been to WA. Don't hold it against me. Whatever. They've got a really big cliff. You know, you're talking about jumping off cliffs and rocks and that sort mm. of thing. Dunsborough, apparently, one of the things you can do around there is there's like a 30-meter drop from the edge of the cliff to the water there on the ocean, like bang there on the ocean. Mm. And I've seen videos of people I know from there because I knew a few people from uni from that area of the world, and you just you watch them just like taking taking off. It's like a good five to ten second drop to the water. It looks phenomenal, and you look in the water's clear, crystal clear. It looks beautiful. Anyway, I digress. This particular artist, Brennan Sibold, is from Dunsborough, which is south of Perth. I thought, hang on, Dunsborough. That that name sounds familiar, and I remember I got a Dunsborough thirties. Thanks. Pack of Dunsborough thirties. Thanks. But yeah, I I knew someone from uni that was from Dunsborough and he was in a band and I cannot remember the name of the band. Turns out guy I knew from uni was the was the fiddle player in the band old Brendan Sibold's old folk band. Oh god, I'm glad you got that out. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Funny thing was I uh messaged him, my friend I messaged my um person I knew from uni about it 
and he thought it was hilarious. He's like, how did you know? How did you know him? And it was like, he's giving me all these questions. It's like, calm down, calm down. It came through the PRs. It's all good. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so there you go. Two degrees of separation, Brent. Um, two degrees of separation, Braden. Nearly got his name wrong. I think I got his name wrong before. It's Braden Sibold, not Brendan Sibold. He's going to kill me now. But uh, Braden, your fucking mate, um, Robert, is a fucking cheeky bastard. <laughs> It was a bit of a ladies' man back in the day, too. Oh, yeah, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> everyone, <clears throat> what did I say? Everyone <laughs> in WA thinks they are. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, um, his friend's a very talented fiddle player. I've played with him a couple of times. Good man. Anyway, his song, Thin Air, I really liked. Good production. Really sort of, yeah, sort of old, old folk track. Love it. And afterwards, another South Australian act, again, Josh Crowen. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. It's a good, very minimal uh, and really good finger-picking guitar work. And as I found out earlier when he messaged me before, I asked him specifically, it's a nylon string guitar. How well, often do a, we get nylon string well, on this the, station? That's a, well, you call it classical, wouldn't you? Uh, you can. Yeah. I mean, looking over my shoulder at the two nylon strings I own, yeah, I love nylon string. So, fuck yeah. That's 10 points to ten points to Joe Crowen Iffendor. Uh, but yeah, his track is called Never Found. Really, really good vocals as well. So, yeah. Had some, yeah, just a phenomenal slew of other folk tracks as well we couldn't play, but they'll be on the fresh mix, won't they? Yep. Actually, quick rundown of the shows this week. Obviously, it's already happened, but um, obviously- uh, Heavy Rebel one. On every Tuesday. Yep. yep. Podcast uh, should be out by now. Yeah, there will will be a podcast of of Glass Ocean up on the website, australianmissionsradio.com forward slash AMR Heavy Reborn. Shout out to Jay and crew for being awesome. And, of course, Mint Factory out tomorrow. Yeah. Now, this week, we have got, and wait for this, drum roll, <gasps> uh, Liza and Whitney are taking a week off, and we've got Smooth Tony back in, and we've also got uh, Mick Moore from Heavy Reborn will be joining us. He's a comedian. Cool. And we also have Anna, uh, Annabelle Tibbles, who is an um, a, a emergency theatre nurse. Yep. Like, literally, and she's also a social- uh, social light up at Suki Lounge. Oh, so uh, yeah, Belgrave royalty. She's, she's, uh, she's uh, royalty up at up at Suki. So we've got two royalties up at. We've got the king got and the, the queen of Suki. Ah, uh, um, yes. Oh, that's right. Smooth Tony and and, and, Anna, and Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, keep a look out for that tomorrow and on on Friday. I think the podcast will be out Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Tony, may your reign ever be so smooth. Friday afternoon, because I'll probably. <laughs> Probably have a rough one Sorry, on Thursday night again. Just judging what, by last week. We know what happens. Like the fact that you were still most, recovering on Saturday. It's family-friendly show, but behind the scenes, it is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ruined it. You called me up and I ruined it. Dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, well. Fucking hell. Fucking idiot. I know. Fucking am, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, uh, Fresh Mix and Mega Mix whenever you have fucking heart desires. Of course, as always, make sure you follow the AMR and Bar Talk socials, Bar Talk AMR show on Facebook and AMR Australia on Facebook, AMR underscore Australia on Instagram and Twitter. And of course- with oh, the- I don't know if we're going to go to TikTok now after they were caught spying on iTunes. Oh, <laughs> I know, we might have to, yeah, start spying on the Chinese government instead. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's uh, there's there's, a, there's some news going on about that at the moment in, in, yeah, in international yeah. circles. So yeah, keep a lookout for um more more espionage, <laughs> AMR espionage yes. news. Clock's ticking, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they're probably listening and- now. Go and follow all the socials as well. And, of course, um, make sure you check out the podcast when, it, podcast when it comes out. You can always go to the AustralianMusiciansRadio.com to the Bar Talk page on there. 
And you can go to shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk where you can find all the links to all the artists also, and the songs on there as also well. Also, catch all the behind the scenes action on the green room. In the green exactly. room. Exactly. Uh, Join the green Facebook, room. AMR green room. You'll find out who our guests are before everyone else. Yep. You get the exclusive. Like usually only three seconds before. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, I put it up this morning and I only do. put the event up to no- the thing up tonight. So you got a few hours notice. Yeah. That's better than nothing, folks. Come well, on. We do, we do play uh, exclusive, wins. like, you know, special little greener pre-edits and things like that. Yeah. And usually announce what's happening before everywhere else on the green room. Yep. I think that's everything. And hopefully one oh, day we'll have prizes. And of course, uh, if you're listening- Please, on whatever you find this podcast on, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so, please make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify. There's a new Spotify player on the website I put mm-hmm. up too, which I showed you. So, go and check out that as well. But, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the rest of them as well. Yep, and hopefully uh, we'll be on Anchor next Yeah, week hopefully too. for Min Factory. Yeah, and, and uh, Heavy Reborn. Beauty. Well, I think that just about does it. Yep. What's that fat lady I hear singing out there? Um, no, no, it isn't a fat no, lady. It's, it's Brendan Sibbold. Let's, let's, let's be PC. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. No fucking PC. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, the, what, what, like, what, what the hell? Hmm? Oh, what the, they've taken the teeth out of lolly bags just so they don't offend Collingwood supporters. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> sorry about that, Phil. We're sorry. <laughs> um, that was your joke of the week by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, the not fat and not lady Braden Sibold is up now with Thin Air. And after that, Josh Crowan with Never Found. Good night, Gareth. Good morning. And good afternoon. Bart. through the cracked up mirror. I thought I was more self aware. Recycling all these old excuses Hanging on to something that isn't there To thin
Does it notice? Does it notice me at all? Is it okay that I'm feeling that I'm feeling kind of small?